0: Uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. Baby girl was draped in Chanel, says she loved Tupac but hates MLL, seen her at the bar with anklets and toe rings, she take a prince turn him into a king i was looking at her in the limelight pearly white said a man get paper but he don't live with right. all these emotions flowing inside the club do you really want a thug or do you want love she get the paper when it's time to get on she
1: keeps his- welcome back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by i so am looking forward to this conversation the book that i have is called the pitch is on the way poems about baseball and life dan uh libertson is is joining me here today he is the author of the book i hope i got your name right there dan
0: uh, almost pat it's pronounced libert
1: there i could have gone either way with that the and, is well and what i love is because i grew up in the Bronx, of course, not very far from Yankee Stadium, Uh, I so related to the book and how this book transcends baseball, really, and really looks at life. You know, Dan, let's talk a little bit about the passion that you have for this and why it was important for you to write about baseball as a metaphor for life.
0: Well, let me tell you, Pat, I've written poetry all my life, and for me, poetry is a way of intensifying experience. You write it uh, in retrospect after the experience, and you go over it, and you almost create a film in your mind of what happened. Um, and by doing that, you intensify what you experienced, and you can communicate to it to other people. Uh, so I as I started to write a lot more poetry uh, when I turned 50 and got the notion that if I were going to do something with my ambitions in poetry, I'd better do it soon. Um, I noted that baseball had had a tremendous effect in my life, a great Mm. influence. Mm. And that was uh, the genesis. I had written a few poems, but I decided that I wanted to write a complete book more or less as a tribute to the game and how important I felt it was to me and and also I'll bet to many other Americans.
1: Well, you know, I I think that what you're talking about is, uh, you know, different aspects of the game that we fall in love with. And, you know, let's let's take a look at that because, you know, growing up, you know, what's it like to grow up with somebody like a Mickey Mantle?
0: oh well you, a,
1: you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it, 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 you know and so how did those folks how did those how do baseball players really influence us so you know these are colorful colorful people that seem bigger than life don't you think
0: yeah absolutely um uh, i think that uh, particularly the heroes that i had as a child were people that i could look up to and they would give me aspirations um they were role models and they also just stimulated me to think about what I might be able to become. I think the game in general um, kind of uh, stimulates to do that. I say that it's a metaphor for life and that it has all the elements of, of living in it. Uh, it's, if you think about the myth of the hero who leaves home, goes off on an adventure, has to pass certain trials, comes back eventually to home. That's really what we have to do in life. We've got to create a family if that's our goal. We've got to achieve our goals in order to arrive at our ultimate spiritual home uh, and, in fact, our physical home.
1: Well, you know, part of this is really the the journey of life. and that's and that's what you've done in the book. As a matter of fact, you're going to you're going to read one of the poems from the book and um, uh you know, towards the end of the segment. But you know the thing that i that I, I really loved is you know the talking that you do, the poetry that you've written, especially the poem in the beginning. And I wanted to ask you about uh, in the beginning and what you believe the similarities are between the game in the beginning and our lives in the beginning.
0: In the beginning, we don't know what's going to happen. We know that there is going to be a game, but we have to shape it. Um, We don't know how it's going to be shaped, but we know that we have to take a role and we have to be active in doing that. And we also know that we have to be flexible, uh, depending on what the game presents to us. Again, looking at the, the game as a metaphor for the game of life. Uh, we also absolutely must be able to recover from setbacks and defeat and keep our goals in mind uh, and get back up after we've been knocked down. And I think baseball, in which even the best teams only win two-thirds of their games if they're lucky, is a perfect means of teaching kids and adults how to do that, how to get back up and always get ready for that next play, that next game, and this time we're going to get them.
1: You know, in today's world right now, you know, we have so much going on, especially around baseball. You know, we have we we have, uh, you know, athletes being arrested. We have uh, heroes that, you know, are no longer heroes. And the question is, you know, metaphorically speaking, some people say we can't really trust sports anymore. Is that sort of the micro for the macro of a great, you know, a a more global perspective? Well,
0: I think it's. You know, what's going on in baseball is a reflection of what's going on in our society and in our mm-hmm. world. It's not only baseball that has problems, it's just about any profession. Um, some people say it's just that these problems are coming to light now more than before because we have more penetrating uh, journalism and more pervasive journalism. It's very hard to get away with anything in politics, in baseball, in whatever profession you're in. But I think that there are still positive things to focus on in baseball and, and elsewhere we have to look for the positive role models the ones who still basically play fair uh don't cheat with steroids or or by any other means and whose main interest is in playing an honest game win or lose and the enjoyment that they get out of the game and the enjoyment that they give to others by playing it i think these are the kind of heroes we want I was just at a Giants game. I live in San Francisco, so of course the Giants are the team I see the most often the other day. Mm -hmm. And there was a celebration for Omar Vizquel, who is a marvelous shortstop. He's an acrobat, wonderful to watch. And he had played more games at shortstop than anybody else. Uh, And he's also... An incredible guy, always upbeat, uh, a very straight shooter, straight shooter, very straight, straightforward guy who's involved in community activities. There are many baseball teams uh, supporting the disadvantaged and helping out in the community and that sort of thing. And I think you have to weigh that against the few people who abuse the game, uh, perhaps get carried away by all the money, uh, all the celebrity. Um, those are the ones not to pay so much attention to, but to discipline, definitely.
1: Well, you know, when we look at this and we look at our lives right now, um, you know, the question that comes to mind, Dan, is, that, that, you know, how can we look at the book, The Pitches on the Way, and look at the poems that you've written and address some of our most challenging moments in life?
0: There's a poem in this book uh, about a terrible time that I had, uh, when I was in college. Uh, this was the late sixties. It was a very confusing time for many people. I was about to drop out of school. I was very depressed, uh, and unhappy. And I remember sitting, watching a little league game. I pulled my car up to, uh, the, you know, the backstop and was watching the game and getting such a tremendous feeling of optimism and happiness from watching these kids. Uh, and how much pleasure they got out of the game. That By the time the end of that game came, I knew that no matter what else happened, I was going to survive, I was going to make it, whether I stayed in school or didn't stay in school or whatever. uh, That game and the feeling that baseball gave me would help me sustain myself into a viable future. And that's the kind of impact that the game has had for me. Uh, And and that's, again, the sort of thing I'm trying to convey through my poems to other people. There are other poems that do it in different ways. uh, That baseball can be a medium through which you can exercise optimism, toughness, resilience, and give yourself the ambition to continue pursuing your goals.
1: Well, I love that message. I love what you've been able to do with this because certainly, you know, baseball is near and dear to so many people. I mean, all you need to do is go to a stadium on a on a pretty good day and you'll see all the people there. But why is it that baseball has become so identified with us as Americans? You know what I'm saying?
0: I know exactly what you're saying. And I mean, because I think,
1: we have other things that goes on here. We've sure. got football oh, and, oh, and tennis. Yeah, and
0: and, football's a lovely game, which uh, I may write some uh, a book of poetry about that yet. But baseball especially appeals, I think, because it encapsulates more than anything else our agrarian pastoral past. Uh, you know, everybody in this country was a farmer, practically, until after World War I and we have a deep nostalgia for the wilderness, the wild, the country. Uh, And I think baseball takes uh, a bit of that country, that pristine, green, wonderful, nourishing country and puts it right in the middle of the city where many of us live and except for getting to the park, uh, meaning sometimes baseball park, uh, we never get a taste of that country. Also, baseball embodies the handicrafts that are part of the American tradition the leather maker who makes the gloves, the the carpenter, the wood worker who makes the bats, all of that is in baseball. But above all, I think, in contrast to football or basketball, for instance, it's a timeless game. In football, you know, there's an hour of play time, it's over. In baseball, you never know how long the game is gonna last. You never know how long a play is gonna take an inning is gonna take. It's a natural rhythm, I think, that harks back to much earlier times when, in fact, uh, you know, pre-Civil War days, baseball existed. And during the Civil War, the Union and the Confederate armies would sometimes take a break and play an early form of baseball with one another.
1: So uh, what does it mean to hit the ball out of the park, not just from a baseball point of view, but from a metaphorical point of view? I use it's, the term a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right that it the 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 game has influenced our language tremendously. Almost every other uh, little saying, like hitting the ball out of the park, that you think of, or he was a real hit. He made a real hit, you know, or did you get to first base? Did you get to second base? We even use it for talking about sex, for heaven's sakes. Um, it's a very powerful influence on our language and on our way of thinking. Um, simply because, again, I think because of its its duration. It's been there so long for us, longer than football, longer than just about any other sport.
1: Well, you know, this. Uh, th- thank you for joining us here today. Uh, and we're going to close this segment with, uh, I'm hoping you're going to read uh, one of the poems from the
0: book. I would love to read one of the poems. Do you have a favorite I can read for you?
1: Well, I, I actually have a couple of them. You know, one of them had to do with the hitter's hunch. Mm-hmm. And I, I love the fact that you know that is an intuitive uh, part of uh, of what happens, and also uh, you know the catcher. Uh, having been a catcher, I also know about what it means to to be a catcher. I actually have a few scars from being a catcher. <laughs> <laughs> Good for so what well, you know? So I like those two, But honestly, just about everything here is great. Why don't you pick one?
0: All right, uh, let me. I, if I have time, I'll do both of them. I'll start with Hitler Sanch. I want to point out, though, that this book is illustrated and that many of these poems begin with wonderful pictures that my friend Nikki Auschnitt, who's a, a professional artist in Mendocino, did. Um, and I also want to tell people, in case we run out of time, where they can get it. And it's very simple. You just uh, go to pitchpoems.com, which is will lead you right to my website. It's p i t c h p o e m s all one word dot com. You can also get it on Amazon, but if you get it directly from me, I will put I will sign it for you and put any message you like in there. So you'll have uh, something a little bit more individual than if you just buy the blank the book from Amazon. Anyway, Excellent. Let me read. Let me read. Hitter's hunch. He plays the possibilities never tips his hand, and gambling with a poker face, swings where his best guess suggests the ball may come based on what he's seen this very pitcher throw today and many games ago. On the fielder's shifts, the pitch count and the weather, the grass cut long or short, the runner fast or slow, some signal that's been passed and things he cannot know, like what the pitcher thinks he wants or wants for him to think he wants to throw. This infinite regression has endless possibilities for missing, and yet never forget he may still connect. Do we have time for catcher?
1: Let's play the catcher as we go to break. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Let's kick it up. I love to hear about the catcher.
0: You're welcome, Pat. It's been a delight. Catcher, senior warrior, counselor, he crouches at the still center, then sets the world spinning with the minutest sign. The diamond breaks light into prismatic motion and all the game's colors bloom from his glove. Bat smolders orange with energy sucked from the earth through the hitter's tensile trunk and arms, then flares red ripping to meet the ice-hard ball that dips dense blue, curves elusive green, waits slow-rust dream, or melts white-hot with speed. He sets all this in motion, sits back and watches for an endless moment until Bat cracks ball. Time begins, the play explodes, and then, like every other player on that field of chance, no, more naked than any other, despite the armor he wears, shorn of all his powers save the flesh of his sacrificial body, he stands like a wooden idol, blocking the path of the force he has set loose, unbroken light, lancing around the diamond, burning home.
1: Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Dan, for joining us here today. Uh, Are you ready, each and every one of us, are we ready to hit the ball out of the park to demonstrate? Yep, to demonstrate what life is about let's hit that home run and make it happen stay tuned we'll be right back my special guest today uh, Dan is joining us here and we'll be right back the chilling truth about early onset Alzheimer's I use a cobra snake for a I got a brand new house on the road.